Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, I'm Frank. And I'm Tim. And you're listening to The Gospel According to Lucas, where the Force meets Catholicism. In each episode, we'll analyze scripture through the lens of Star Wars to uncover the Christian influence on a galaxy far, far away. If you'd like to read along with us, you can find a link to today's readings in the show notes at thegospelaccordingtolucas.com or right in your podcast app. We're using the New American Bible Revised Edition. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing for free to The Gospel According to Lucas in your favorite podcast app. And visit thegospelaccordingtolucas.com for links to subscribe. And finally, if you like what we do, please consider making a donation at patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio. Today, we'll be discussing the gospel reading for the fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Then they came to Capernaum. And on the Sabbath, Jesus entered the synagogue and taught. The people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. In their synagogue was a man with an unclean spirit. He cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him and said, Quiet, come out of him. The unclean spirit convulsed him and with a loud cry came out of him. All were amazed and asked one another, What is this? A new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. His fame spread everywhere throughout the whole region of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Jesus' teaching in the synagogue was so radical and so authoritative that the people of his day were blown away. They were filled with hope at this new teaching with authority, so much that Mark tells us his fame spread everywhere throughout the whole region. They'd been waiting for so long for the coming of the Savior who'd been promised to them that they understood the meaning of of what they were seeing that day in, in the synagogue. The people of our favorite galaxy far, far away were also waiting in a kind of hope of deliverance. By the time of Episode 8, The Last Jedi, the galaxy has been through a a, a tug of war with a republic, an empire, a new republic, first order. It's easy to imagine that people all over the galaxy were looking for a symbol of hope, something they could believe in during a dark time. And then Luke Skywalker returned. He faced off with Kylo Ren, who you might say had an unclean spirit in his own way. He chose to break off from his uncle Luke and pursue the dark path of his grandfather, Darth Vader, much in the same way the demon who possessed the man in in the synagogue, uh, the demon chose to turn away from God and pursue the dark path of Lucifer. Jesus inspired this wonder and amazement among the people of Jerusalem, among the people uh, at the synagogue, because of the way he taught with taught with authority and commanded even the unclean spirits. Luke Skywalker inspired the galaxy by the way he stood up to Kylo Ren and the first orders cavalry, not with violence, 
but by using the force for knowledge and defense, never for attack. And the result was the same. His fame spread everywhere throughout the galaxy. He was a symbol of hope that everyone could turn to. Even people who didn't know that they believed that, you know, Jedi were real, the force was real. He became this beacon of hope, much the same way that Jesus became a beacon of of hope for the, the Jewish people of that time who were waiting for their savior. That was a great, great connection. I had not, it's fine. I had thought of Luke Skywalker, but I, in my mind, I was like, Jabba's palace, obviously. Like I thought know. of that. I considered that for this, actually. Yeah. 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 Like Jedi Knight and friend of Captain Solo. You know, um, I, you know, but that one doesn't quite work because as you were talking, I was like kind of like listening and reflecting on both. And I'm like, they don't believe him that all of Jabba's palace, but including Han and all this, they're like, just, what is this nonsense? It's not until he ignites his lightsaber and kills everybody that they're like, oh, that's what he was. Ah! Right. You know, and that's not Jesus. Right. And you're you're absolutely right. And that's and that's where your distinction is so clear that and it's so good it the uh, for defense and peace only. Right, it, the true um, path of a Jedi, which is, um, you know, like we we love the Mandalorian for what it gave it gave us in the Luke Skywalker being powerful in the Force and taking names, but it is the Luke Skywalker for Return of the Jedi that is using the gifts of the Jedi in in for for peace and justice in, in a way, you know, and defense of people only. Really strong imagery. And and he does it with authority, right? And to recognize the authority of of, of Luke is to recognize the the Christ figure of Luke is to recognize mm-hmm. the authority of Christ himself. And of course, like you said, Ben Solo um, have it basically having a demon inside of him, right? Like he has this he has this evil inside of him that has not been excised yet. Um, and I I think that's a that's a a, a really great parallel that you you've drawn there i don't really have anything to add i think because the message is so clear um um it was yeah that was wonderful thanks thanks a lot yeah i i it's funny that you mentioned the Jabba's palace because i thought of that too and and it just it occurred to me that while he was authoritative luke was authoritative there and and confident in what he was saying and um you know almost smug almost smug because he knew he was right um but but yeah that was the thing was that he didn't he didn't inspire the people around him um, the same way that Jesus does in the synagogue in, in, in today's gospel. Whereas at the end of his life, it's like his last at Luke's last act. I mean, let's, let's set aside the fact that he's not even physically there. Um, but his last act is to you know project himself there um, so that he will be that sign that, you know, the spark that lights the flame that, uh, that gets the um, rebellion going again and um uh, that is after after so many you know thousands of years uh of the jewish people waiting for for the promised savior it's it's easy to guess that that many i mean to this day i'm sure there there are people who the the jewish people are still waiting for for the messiah and um there must be uh, you know for for at times throughout their history, times of despair, much like the people in the galaxy, um, far, far away, were despairing because the first order is is here, and and you know, they've been back and forth, back and forth. It was like a tug of war of sort of who was gonna 
who was going to win out. But much like, you know, much like uh, the church itself, um, you know, the, the gates of the dark side uh, did not prevail um, against against the light side. Um, and and it was exactly because Luke stood up and did what he did and and um, used, you know, used the I mean, he doesn't even his lightsaber doesn't even ever touch kylo's lightsaber um never once and and he doesn't he never at no point is he actually there to um to cause violence right he's He's not not actually there to fight right which is basically i mean if you even look at ben as like a pharisee even right you know like in that way it's like i'm just gonna put you down with my words yeah i gonna yeah yeah Yeah. Um, or or like i mean at, at that point, Luke was certainly powerful. If he's powerful enough to project himself across the, the galaxy, he probably could have taken down <laughs> all the, the walkers and, and, and everything absolutely, uh, absolutely. in that battle. Uh, but he chose not to. Uh, you know, you could say in the same way that it's like, oh, if you're the son of God, come down from the cross. Uh, he could have. He could have. He had the power to come down from the cross, but he didn't. He ha- Luke had the power to obliterate the the first order right then and there, but he didn't because he used the Jedi. He used the Force um, in the way that a Jedi would, and and in the way that um, in the way that Yoda taught him to, um, you know, only for defense and never for attack. Yep. So yeah, I love it. Great. Excellent job, Frank. Thanks. Excellent, excellent job. Thanks very much. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Please keep us in your prayers. We're praying for all of you. And God bless, and may the Force be with you. <laughs>